Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Welcome to Basket of Cats. Did you know one time uh, Chuck E. Cheese mouth punched me in the face <laughs> when I was little? What a way to start. They did, and I was thinking about it last night. Tell me about this. I was just at a birthday party for a friend, and you know how Chuck E. Cheese comes out, and he's like, I'm Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. was like, I, being the little shit I was, I was like, you're not a real mouse. <laughs> you're not a real mouse. You're a costume mouse. And this is not a good day for this. And he this. pushed me down and hit me. I was a child. Okay. Now, or she. I don't know who was in the costume. Now, that's bad. It's not good that they did that, but can I say one thing? I deserved it. Can I say one thing? It's nice to know... That the Chuck E. Cheese at that particular establishment took their job seriously. I mean, could you imagine if they cared? That was an art school student. That was someone who was like, I am Chuck E. Cheese right art. now. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and you broke the fourth wall, and they were like, not in this theater. Not well, in my to, beautiful theater. 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 To be fair, they did try a lot of times to be like, you know, like to make little movements and be like, okie dokie. Like, you know what I mean? Because they don't talk. Yeah. And then I just, I couldn't let it go. And they were giving out, you know, their pizza or whatever that is yeah. to people. And the kids were having a great time. Slop. And yeah. I was just like, you're not real. <laughs> you're a fucking thing. I mean, it, it makes so much sense with you. I know. That makes so much sense. Do you know what Chuck E. Cheese, what the full name is for Chuck E. Cheese? No. Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's the full name. Oh. Why do you know that? I learned that when I was while you were while you were belittling the mouse. I was learning, learning facts. History. I was learning the history. You're, I was going into the archives. You're cheese one hundred and one. If you go behind the ball pit, there's the Chuck E. Cheese archives with all the kids that died there. I like that you think I was ever in the ball pit <laughs> and not fully trying to claim every ticket I could find. Oh yeah, you were a ticket. You were a ticket. I uh, wanted grubber. everything. I couldn't understand. I was like, I need four billion tickets to get this lip gloss. I don't understand. I need these bubbles. A big moment in this part. This this isn't going to be a funny thing, but it is true. And, you know, truth is very important. Uh, one of the biggest mo- the things of regret in my life still. Do you, do you have a thing from childhood? They obviously logically know. I was like a bait. I was a little kid. There's no reason to be still like mortified about this, but I am mm-hmm. still mortified about it. Be- yeah, being born and then everything after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rough. Um, when I was at Chuck E. Cheese, I was six or seven. Uh, I, I didn't get enough tickets for the certain toy. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, it looks like I didn't get enough tickets. And I cried and I screamed and I threw a fit. And then she reluctantly was like, how much to pay for it? And she paid for it. Still to this day, I think I have problems with money and spending money stemming from that moment. Because I saw my mom be like, yeah, okay, I'll just pay the $20 for this, like, two cent. Kazoo. Yeah, kazoo. Literally, like, two cent kazoo. From that day on, I literally think I still have trouble spending money. I mean, that could be true. I think it's true. I mean, I have lots of trouble from things in my past, so I yeah. think that makes sense. We all have a, a bad core memory. Chuck a rotten Cheese. memory. Imagine all, if you took together all of like the trauma that kids experienced at Chuck E. Cheese and put it together, it could fill a football Especially stadium. Especially the ones that were taken. Oh, yeah. That's some real trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I was like about Chuck E. Cheese, but I never got to experience? Go ahead. Was that little tiny door. You know how they had a door for adults and then a small door for kids? Oh, yeah. I never got to go to the kid door. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it really was. That's why I said it. I'm sorry don't about that. Don't mock me and my... No, that's really... You know what I'm learning about you? Yeah, a go lot. ahead. Please. But the other day, I want to... I don't... I realized that I don't know a lot about your... Like, who you are as a human being. Sure. Like, outside of seeing you in certain contexts. Sure. Like, the other day, I called you for a business meeting and you said, oh. I'm going to call you right back. I have to finish this soup. And I was like, <laughs> you remember that? And I was like, okay, um, I love soup and I was never involved in any kind of soup plan. And I love soup. Have you heard the TikTok? Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love soup. 
I haven't heard that. Oh, big, it's a big thing. Big, big thing. So you're upset that I left you out of No, eatings. I just thought it was weird that you were eating it in the middle of the day before our call. I needed sustenance. sustenance. What kind of soup was it? If you say rice soup, I'm going to punch you in the head. It was lentils and rice. Oh my God, yeah. that's not a soup. It is a soup. That's porridge. <laughs> I do, I do that's call That's what Tiny it. Tim wanted. I called a peasant's meal. Porridge. It is absolutely a peasant's meal, but that's what I like. I, I live... That's what I like. In many in many ways, I've I've realized this. Just so you can get a, another little glimpse at me, I very much enjoy a life that is like the simple, like the simplest shit. I've realized makes me the happy. Like I could I could cook a big meal for myself, but literally eating that meal, just rice and lentils, and knowing that I have the whole day ahead of me, and it didn't take me a lot of time to do that. That's I, that makes me happy. I am happy about that. You have a type of spiritual awareness that I do not have. I don't think it's spiritual awareness. I think I'm a, just a fucking simple dumbass. I mean, I don't think that's. I don't think that's how you come off. But oh, that's nice. I think. I think that it is very interesting that you were like, "Gotta get this suit down before my big call." Well, yeah, I gotta have a full belly. You, you went can't... from soup to contracts just like that. Never sign a contract, hungry. That's what they always say. That's what Tiny Tim says. <laughs> Did he say that? He says, "Please, the poor." Oh yeah. And you said me. He had a business meeting after that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was it trying was to take over Christmas. <laughs> he was trying to do a hostile takeover of Christmas. That's what he was doing. I did find that very funny about you. I also don't know, like, I don't I actually wrote down some things that I don't know about you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, this is my nightmare. Yeah, I didn't understand. That was really different to me. I also, sure. like, do you play an instrument? A uh, little guitar, a little piano. So, yes. Nothing I knew serious. the fucking answer was yes. Just a little bit. I'm putting that on my livid list. Okay. That makes you mad. Mm-hmm. Do Campbell. Because you know, like I don't know how to play an instrument. I, I wanted okay. to be able to play. Let me tell you about me. Go ahead. I wanted to play the piano, but um, we couldn't really do that where I lived or anything. And then um, and then I was like, you know what instrument I really want to play? Like, <laughs> I was obsessed with playing Where it. you're from is called the piano. <laughs> yeah. The piano. It's, it's the piano. Um, and then, then I bought a flute because of American Pie because I loved Allison Hannigan. And I begged my what? parents to buy a flute. What a funny reason to buy a flute. Could not play the flute, never used the flute, but I was Allison Hannigan. That is... So, well, do you know after Top Gun, like the first Top Gun came out, the uh, admission to the Air Force went up like crazy? Like so many people joined the Air Force after Top Gun that it had to, like essentially yeah. had to be and correlated. And American Pie was so just as cool. Just as cool. Just I, I, I do really wonder now that you said that so many people must have bought a flute after that we're just we're so probably. simple yeah it's so funny i do yeah i did buy a flute, and then i was like no you know what instrument i would be obsessed with playing i, I couldn't what? stop thinking about it a cello i was like why because it would make me look so small it's a huge <laughs> instrument it's a huge <laughs> instrument and then also it's just like a big it's the biggest saddest instrument it's the most it's just the most sad because the violin is sad too but this is big this is you have to move your whole body to play a cello it's so so much sadness or a harp a harp is a big instrument too, but it doesn't block as much as your body of a cello. This is the most vain reason to learn is it an vain, instrument, or is it body dysmorphia? You tell me. Maybe Yo-Yo Ma is just like I'm. I, I feel whittle. That's why he likes playing the cello. He's like I'm. I'm whittle. I mean, I do all. There's so many things I'll do to look smaller in a that photo. I make people stand so further in front of me. Really? I'm like you get in front of me a little bit. That's cra- that's interesting. Why would I want to look huge in a picture? Well, you don't. I, you're not going to look huge in a picture. I do. I don't think so. Yes. No. If you look in the monitor right now, well, no, actually, I set this up to where our heads look the same size. But for a long time, I felt like I had a bigger head in a lot of the videos, and I was like, this will not work. But, I, well, no, but I will say this. I do have a big head also. We both have pretty big heads. Great. That work. That's so good for my therapy session. See, this is the opposite of 
uh, what my uh, fear always is, where if you get like if you get me flanked by two guys who are over six feet, like if you get me flanked by two six four guys, I look so little because I'm wide. Like I'm five ten, but I'm I'm like really wide, so I look shorter just optically. So if you get a picture You're of an illusion. me. I'm a, I am an illusion. I'm, a, I'm an optical illusion. So if you get a picture of me with, uh, with like two, six, four guys, it's like, oh, that must be their adopted kid right there. That oh, must be their little that's adopted not what's son. Happening. That, you, uh, maybe. you look like a tank. Um, you have too much of a mustache for that, maybe. Yeah, they're like, that is a. You see like that little vampire girl that hid in the house? That orphan, is that an orphan situation? It makes me so happy you just called me a tank. That's the best. That's awesome. See, that would ruin my day. When someone says, hey, big fella. I'm. I oh, want to fucking yeah. die. I want to that or anytime someone does that or they make some kind of reference to my size and gender like that. I'm like, I'm gonna punch you in the head. Yeah, it makes me so livid. It's a real one-two punch. Big because fella I'm just, I'm a- like, just think of any, just say hello. Anything else would work. <laughs> it's that, that's like, but that's like uh, an awkward trait of a lot. I had to stop doing this. I don't know where the fuck it came from. And I re- I had to make a concern. This is a big part of my life that I had to stop. Was it saying buddy? I still say buddy. I know. I still say buddy. You hit me with one of those the other day, and I was like, he's never heard my stand up about this, has he? Oh, you ha- you have a joke about I buddy? Hate it. What's wrong with buddy? Well, to me, it's like it's 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 like straight guys reminding you that you're just friends. And buddy, buddy, no, buddy. no, this is a Massachusetts thing. Okay, this is where I'm like, hey, what's, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Like it's 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 very much a like a term of endearment. For me, to me. People say it to everyone. Not everyone's your buddy. I, I, I don't say buddy to everybody. I say it to, like, people that I like. I say it to people that I'm trying to, like, hey, what's up, buddy? Like, it's nothing like, and when I say it, it does kind of go into a little bit of a Massachusetts accent. But it's like, hey, what's up, buddy? I, I used to say guy. That used to be my, what's up, guy? You ever heard, you ever heard guys say, that's uh, my man. Oh, yeah. Who's man? That's awesome. These are awesome. I, see, you you don't like the the beautiful minutia of Americana. No, I want people to. This is what I want. Go ahead. Don't talk. Don't talk to me. Just don't say anything. That's nice. And then if you need me, just uh, just uh, excuse me. That's, right. That's all I want. You do not have the hair for "Don't talk to me." By the way, yes, I do. That is not "Don't talk cactuses to me." Cactuses look like this, and nobody talks to them. <laughs> I talk to cactuses. Sometimes you look don't like touch a little them. guy. No, you don't touch That's them. That's right. That's fair. Uh, but I had to stop doing this. I had when there was like a short guy. Like like a guy under like five seven or whatever, I swear I would this do this. Making I, me feel, nervous. I feel so bad. I would call them big dog. Oh, I've seen that happen so many. Like, what's times up, big then? dog? And it's so demeaning. It's so rude. But I just, it was just like stuck in my head because when I was smaller, people would call me big dog. So I think it just like stuck in my head, and I would just call them big yeah, dog. Yeah. And I li- I ha- I caught myself doing it, and I was like, I have to stop. This is so rude. You're right. Like people called me queer growing up. So now when I see, I'm like, <laughs> hey, queer, what's up, queer? Yeah. Very similar. Right, right, right. Yeah. The yeah. big one for me, people used to go bitten gay. What? That just that's the stupidest thing. I was like, that's not even a funny joke. You just rhymed two words. Oh, because Ray, Ray. And Gay. Yeah. Interesting. Minute, yeah, I'm not as smart as a fucking yeah, seven like, year old. Yeah. Oh no, we were we were in the twelfth grade. We were very intelligent. Thank you. That was the thing. I made a video about um about like uh the the Florida don't say gay bill, which is the first time I ever got like massive hate on online or whatever but it was basically just a personal story where i was like when i was like young 
in like the it, it, in like the third grade or whatever. That's when kids started calling each other gay, mm-hmm. and then yeah. people, but people in the comments were like, "That's too young. Like kids don't call each other gay then. Like they don't know anything." And I was like, in my school, I distinctly remember kids were calling yeah, each other. Yeah, I was being called grade. gay in the third grade and didn't yeah. even know what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, called yeah, my yeah. Animorphs movie gay one time, and I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> How if dare I'm they? Gay. What the fuck? They I did know. that. Yeah. That's a hate crime. Oh, all of it was really, I think. But that one sticks Honestly, with me. it could be very small, and I'm like, hate crime. Your Animorphs movie? Yes. <laughs> you made it? No, the TV show. Yeah, the TV show. That's and I, I took it to school because it was my turn to bring the movie to school. I thought maybe you had shot like an homage to the Animorphs. If I had the budget. If you had, the, if only you had the. If budget. only I had the budget in the third grade, I would have been doing wild and crazy. You could not believe the thing story that could have whipped up. <laughs> um, What's my other question for you? How oh, fun. Um, uh, also, are your teeth real? Because they look like they're made of fondant. They look like they're made they're of what? They're very straight. Fondant? Oh, that's very nice. Um, no, I had braces. And uh, mm. you know what's funny? I just had a table read with uh, with a bunch of actors, right? And I won't say for the pro. I can't say for the project. But um, I noticed something where it's like I, I com- comedians always say, hey, you have nice teeth. Like the comedians will often compliment that. And I really appreciate it. But then I went to a table read with fucking actors their teeth don't even look real well they're not real they're not i guess not i'm like what the fuck is going on here who are you gonna play who has teeth that look like that a robot yes are you gonna what are you gonna play anyone in imaginary hollywood that's how how people look on tv it's so yeah but that really clicked in my head because i guess on tv you don't really like make the connection because you are like oh this is all fantasy but Mm then you see those people in real life and it's like who the fuck are you gonna play with those teeth i felt like when i first i always felt like i got comments on my teeth and then when i moved here i was like i was like wait a minute yeah yeah, yeah. these teeth are little tiny plastic bags oh my god why did we get into also i love that you were like um I have a table read. Yeah, I had a table with read. actors, as if it would be with other people. Well, because sometimes and then you're like, Shh, I can't. Well, tell you what it uh, is. no, I'll say this because a lot of comedians will work on projects like acting projects, but with other comics. That's why I was making the distinction. And you said there ain't no other comics. No, 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 no. This is a real one. <laughs> this right here. This is just me. Some comics are like the best actors, and I'm like, no, uh, they were real actors. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> uh, it was me. I'm the only comedian here. It was just me. Um, we were talking about your teeth being fake, but I also, yes. um, we have a group topic today, yes, per I'm usual. You know, one time I got high and I put croutons on crackers, and I thought I was living the dream. You put croutons on crackers and ate them. And I was like, this is so delicious. Did any any middle layer? Anything in between? No. Nothing separated crouton and cracker. Mm-mm. You were bread on bread. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a moment. And now when I think back at it, I'm like, that's so stupid. You should be put in a government database. For what? You should be having put... The, having the crunchiest snacks? <laughs> you should be put in an FBI watch list for that. For what you just said. It you was put really good when you're hot. Loose croutons on a cracker? Yeah. There's no... There's no solidity to that snack. It's just it's just dry cereal. Oh my god! Or something like that. You know, very similar. Anyways, our shared topic today is: What do you think people's obsession with serial killers is? I'll, I'll, well, that's actually a great lead-in because if people who put croutons on crackers should be again watched by the police for being serial killers. You know what? Never say never. Never say never. That's what Justin Bieber taught me. Um, I th- uh, well, number one, ob- we can both agree on this. Probably the fear of it. Because, like, what we're afraid of, we're interested in. It's kind of like a very human thing is we're drawn. We're sort of, in a weird way, drawn to our fears. Who? 
Everyone, everyone. Like no, no. I, if I'm afraid of something, I don't, I don't need to know about it, see about it, look about it. Well, you're it, you're in the it, you're in the minority. I, I say this it. based on the fact that like you look at local news and stuff, and they're covering all the most horrible stuff that's happened in the town. So, but that's to spook you, right? Exactly. Yeah. But we like to be. That's what keeps people tuned in. It's mm, what keeps people involved. I, oh, that scares me because the yes. I, like I'm scared of aliens and dinosaurs, but I'm scared of aliens and people want to talk about aliens all the time, and I'm like, not not I. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need you. You believe you keep on. I'm gonna be over here if they're real or not. I don't need to know. I don't need to see. I don't need to hear about it. When people post like, "Have you seen this spaceship?" I'm like, I didn't need to see the spaceship. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird fascination. I feel like <laughs> it's it's a very weird fascination, and I'll, I'll also say I think with the like, the, before we go any further, this is coming up because of like the the Dahmer series that came out, right? Like uh, the most recent one. No, I mean just well, I mean I guess I I came up for me because I was when I was picking out group topics, I was like looking through Netflix at night, and there's yeah. just a whole section on serial killers. Yes, and then four out of the five of those movies are about Dahmer, and I'm like, there's no more information. We have nothing else to tell unless you get a new story. Stop telling me this one. Well, I think so. There's just so many killer the, shows. The vast majority of like murder. I forget what the three the three reasons are, but there's like there's like three main reasons. It's That's like gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> Dude, the girl boss murderers are some of the most dangerous. They're the ones you don't know about. You don't know about them, no, because they keep a clean trail. Mm-hmm. Their fingernails because are they get clean. A girl covering it up, mm-hmm. girls on girls on girls. <laughs> um, real CEO energy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, like it's like crimes of passion. It's like something involving money or like financial gain or whatever. So any murder that falls out of the like most common reason, which is just like uh, an impulse or a like a mental like a predilection towards murder, is very interesting to people because we're like, well, we don't have that. This is a different thing. So it combines two things. It combines like danger and fear, and it also com- it combines like kind of. I won't. I won't say maybe like uh, it's not like a grotesque. Well, I guess it is kind of a grotesque human interest. No, 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 no. I don't think like I'm saying the interest in it. Like I don't think it's necessarily oh, it's grotesque. Sick and freaky, but like also everything is. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a way to look at it. I mean, you could. I mean, you could honestly say having interesting care pairs is a little sick and freaky. Yeah. Because it's just why there's a lot, the psychology of anything is a sick and freaky. Um, why do you medical think? term? Um, I do think. Well, I don't know. I mean, I obviously the same reason. I think people just like. To, to be close to danger without experiencing danger. Yes. And also, I think that we think that that somehow will prevent us from being a part of the danger. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know about serial killers, or if you know about these murders, then you, like, you won't make the same mistakes as if it was, like, a, like a movie. Right. Um, and also, there's adrenaline involved, which is why I watch scary movies, because the adrenaline, adrenaline feels great. Yes. And it's very hard to, like, create... The, the adrenaline you feel when you're scared is you really can't create it any other way. That's why people right. go to haunted houses cause, or, like, see scary movies because, like, you can't get that feeling other way, and it's, like, a... It's a natural high that also is really traumatizing. But, but I, I I found it really interesting that there's so there's so many movies about like the, like the same serial killer and documentaries and all this stuff. But we hear very little from like victims' ever, families ever, or and that's the, the victim issue. story or like because sometimes because you yeah. know you know the documentary which this is not about people so it's a little different. But um, don't fuck with cats. Did you watch yes. that? Yes. So that obviously is not about a person, but the 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 human beings involved around that. We're so much more interesting yes. than the tragic event. Yes. And so, like, I always think, like, what, like, because there's a lot of shows about survivors that we don't, like, showcase. Um, but but whenever we do, like, the rare cadence when we do, like, the R. Kelly thing or something like that, those documentaries are, like, 
way more insightful and way more like if you do want to avoid something you're getting way more information there than you are from hearing about the inside of a killer well i that's that's the thing i don't think it's even if people say that's the reason i don't think it's really because they want to avoid the situation because if they were to dig deep into it they would see that the chances of them being murdered by a serial killer as opposed to being first of all the the chances of being murdered very low no matter where you are, sure. even if you are in, like, a very well, high crime also rate Also, just getting to tell their story is obviously very important as yes. well. But that's also, like, to me, their story is a more realistic depiction of, of the situation yes. than the fantasized one or dramatized one of a killer. But this is where we get into this interesting other reason. So I, I gave, like, the one reason of, like, fear. that This is another reason. I think it's this weird, specifically American like dom sub shit going on where it's like well, as everything, as, as is everything. Right, but i think there real. is there is this weird like it, when it comes to people who, have, who are really fascinated by this it's this thing where it's like this person is the ultimate like i, I can kill whoever i want like like the fucking evil <laughs> side of the cowboy right it's like you the, mean the dark, killers or the listeners the killers the killers oh, yeah, yeah totally and then the victims are obviously like thrown into this situation through no like fault of their own. They did nothing to do this. It's a completely like uh, unwarranted incident, and I think that that's it's just a very interesting setup for a lot of people. That like mm-hmm. at any moment this could happen to me. Whereas if you like, let's say you watch a documentary about a hitman, like that would be pretty interesting. But I don't think it grasps people the same way because a lot of people are like, well, I would never be in debt with the mob. I would never be involved in crime. So this is so much more separate than me. But the fact that a serial killer will target anyone means that everyone is involved in right. the story. Right? So yeah. it, it adds a, a level of connection. I mean, to it. I think that telling the stories are like that's whatever you can people can tell the stories of course but i think that like when we're going to dramatize them and stuff it's really odd to me how like no one ever like contacts the victims the victims families get them any sort of payment for it right. i'm like we're just using this trauma over and over and over right like, it, that is it's very strange that part i'm just like if you're going to do it at least and ask people that it actually affected get a little phone call yeah, going just phone, yeah. a friend. phone a friend i mean this is it, that gets a little wonky to me but i do think that the appeal of it is just like the danger and the and the mystery and the like. How could this happen to someone? Because it is so like. So the thing with serial killers is it's so like, it's the closest thing to like a fantasy killer, like a demon or a monster, because it's like it's consistent. Yes. And it goes on, and it's like how is this person getting away with this? And do, it, it, it's it's like the real boogeyman kind right. of. And so I think that seeing that happen in in real life, people are like, oh my god, like I. I have to know about this because this can't be real. And then when right. you see it, you're like, well, does this happen a lot? And you Whoa, get further yeah. and further down the... The monsters under the bed exist. Yeah. yeah one of those They're things. just outside at the Kroger. You They're know, outside or, at or the Or wherever. Kroger. Not Kroger, sorry. The monsters I at the Kroger. Kroger. I just allegedly, I just made, I just picked a place. You just anywhere. picked a random yeah. place. Um, yeah, no, it, it is kind of... I mean, I'll be honest. I, you, you watch like those things from time to time and it's fine and it's like yeah human interest but the people are like really upset that it seems like kind of sicko shit to me i mean you have your hobby you little sicko you have your hobby I mean, as long as, but if, if it keeps you from killing you do it it's like what you said with like the families of these people and these were real people and to use it as this sort of like weird twisted yeah like, at least pay, at least give them something out of it at least they, i mean that would never obviously amount to what they lost but like right. if you're gonna do that you they should at least get compensation yeah they get a, a jeffrey dahmer beer koozie yeah, give them money people want money you <laughs> no, want money is why you're doing the story a you little know? bit of merchandise they think they give those glasses yeah. as merchandise they're they like yeah we're a signed poster of evan peters 
and him going and just says whoopsie all right we're gonna get a picture now hold the poster please stop crying can you stop crying real quick we gotta get a po- that's exactly what they're, I was like i was like what the fuck and yeah. they mark it and then you drive all over la or place and there's just billboards of it like remember the horror you're like i, mean, I do i live through it okay this is kind that's of not like even funny picking up what we talked the, the the difference between like the image of inclusion and actual inclusion and like i think that bleeds into the image of like retelling us because the whole thing about the Dahmer uh the new thing is like we actually took this and and included everything we didn't just paint him out to just be a pure monster we included parts of his mental health issues and like the fact that you could have stopped the murders if you had treated and that's all fine like that but it is wild it's like in sheriff when they like whenever like the sexual assault person or the person or like the rapist or like the bad person trigger warning or like the bad person or whatever does the um does the what am i trying to say like 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 in um like in shows where they have like a a, a rapist or a bad person they always make him like hot or really attractive yeah like it's like okay that's weird it's a weird choice like it's weird to make the, the the audience like be attracted to the thing happening it's like very messed up it is it no, it, it's all it's all weird stuff or to try i mean they're not yes they're not attractive. it's but it's similar but you have you have this like okay we took all this precaution blah 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 and then they put the documentary out and then the victim's families are like we didn't want to see this right. especially not like so it's like this image of like, oh, we considered everything, and then you actually put it out, and it's like really, literally doing like what emotional, if you want to call it emotional harm, it's a weird way to put it, but it's like you're literally not. Do- it's the same thing as the Pamela Anderson thing that came out, mm-hmm. where they're like, no, we're telling it from like Pam's side, and this is like a feminist. And then she was like, I hate you. Yeah, and she was like, I hate this. Don't do this to me. But the image, show, it, it, I'm, I haven't seen it. Was it. So good. I didn't see it, but it's like. But if she didn't like it, I didn't like it. She no, she didn't. And yeah, I it, don't like it either. It's this image of like we're we're taking the right steps and doing the right thing, and it's like you're not doing the most basic thing, which is does this affect exactly. the person that I'm talking about? Yeah, that I'm talking about. Exactly. And then to cast like Hollywood heartthrobs oh. in it, or like the or like beautiful, you're like what the fuck? Like that's what I think. I think about like um, I mean there are a lot of shows that like I understand like. TV is TV and fantasy is fantasy. So made up shows that are not about real life events. Yeah. I guess you have leeway to cast like whoever to be whatever. But I do think it's odd when shows are geared towards like younger audience or something and they glamorize like a really gross thing. Like like oh, like fleeking with overage men or yeah. with, like or or, or like or like, with, or like female teachers being with the student and you're I, like, wait a minute. I understand that. But it's like also every piece of art can't be perfect. There's always gonna be someone upset oh, of at course. it. Like and another thing is like there are instances like it is nice to kind of see a holistic view of everything where there are shows now where you do see like predatory relationships between older men and younger people or older people and younger Mm -hmm. people and stuff like that and that is cool to see but i do feel like maybe in some ways we've gotten to a point where we are maybe putting a little bit too much of a scalpel to everything because there'll yeah. be a show with like an uh, you know wh- whatever let's say you make a show and just part of the show is like a 40 year old guy and a 23 year old woman or whatever and everybody would probably get upset at that but it's like well there are instances where this happens and no one is exploited you okay. know what i mean i guess i'm talking more about like like um like shows where they have like teens with like younger and even the thing yeah here's that's the thing, weird that's a that's a storyline that you can tell because that does happen is, oh yeah and it happens oh yeah and it's like you can tell that storyline within the, the setting of a fantasy i think my point is like if if we're going to be telling stories like that and and letting that kind of be okay 
then I think we need to be more con- we need to like shift our empathy and our consciousness about being like cause everything can't be perfect like you said right but like when it comes to real life events and real life killers and real life bad things that happen we can put more emphasis on making sure that is done correctly than worrying about a made up world with made up people who have all made up the story I think I think that's that fair yeah I completely I also part of me and a very small part of me but still a part of me also gives a little bit of credit to the people like putting together a show is so difficult and there's so oh many God. moving pieces so to blame it on one person to blame those sorts of things on like this is the director's fault or this is the blah 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 oh, fault right. it's like no it's a it's, it's not necessarily it's more of a holistic thing and to get like super upset but i think it's also important to allow those people to make mistakes and be like hey you should have checked and then hopefully the projects we get moving forward do like kind of do their due diligence with that sort of thing. Yeah, but I mean, because then there, because I mean, there are like people who feel like you can't really touch on any subject, like everything is triggering, and that's a little hard to maneuver around because the world is not really like that. Yeah. Um, but I do think, well, you know, like it's just interesting to see like people get so mad about shows like Euphoria having like, uh, like like showing the kind of stuff they show on there. I mean, but those shows are very, I mean, that's a great show. I love it. And there are people mm-hmm. who really like the show, but I I, online I would see there's like, people would get really back and forth about like, if they're glamorizing this bad behavior or not. And I was like, but this isn't the real world. Like it's not your, it's exactly. not the TV shows to teach you it or is, to teach your kid. It is a show for adults yeah. and adults. Well, you need to expect it's definitely adults. Geared towards teens. What's that? It's definitely geared towards teens. Too. Is it geared towards? I mean, I think, I mean, it's all, it's about teenagers in high school, but I, I think it is, it's it's about them, but I think it's a, a more an adult show. Like it's a show for adults. Yeah. I think it's right. Like, it's th- rating. It's just so popular. I think it's reached everyone. Right. But sure. but its rating is yeah, probably yeah, totally, totally. so. When I look at that stuff, it's like you also do have to. If you're making like a piece of art or whatever, you can't really be yeah. like, oh well. If you're making something for adults, you should assume those adults have the wherewithal to separate this piece of art from the real world now it's like when people got mad at like at like poor molly cyrus and they're like my kids and it's like molly's not raising your kids yeah she is like i understand we're influenced by things right but i mean you do have to take your kid to the park take them to the park also i love molly so i don't know what oh, she did wrong what oh, did she yeah, do bad? Of course, nothing ever um yeah. but it's just like yeah it's i mean i think that like with shows like that it my i guess my point was it's interesting to see the the rage around like complete fantasies that yes. are that are presented as fantasies yes but then to be like well i don't understand why they're so mad about us telling this story about this real life thing that happened but this is where you get into like the more some people say like this is the bad but i, I actually think this is interesting then you get into the other side of things when you think about these things where is there underlying messaging here that is negative and that's not something that you should like you know uh gather up a, a a posse and go burn down the studio or whatever but sure. it is important to have those discussions because there is shit that does glorify negative oh. behavior and there is shit where and that doesn't mean it's like what it's destroying our children or what but it does make it kind of a bad piece of art like it, it takes away from the art being a holistic sort of piece yeah i could see that and i do think that but i mean there are you can and i will say you 100 percent can be influenced by things that is the truth i mean i know i watched degrassi and i did many things that i would not have done but i thought it was right. so cool i watched a lot of 70s porn and that's why i look like this uh-huh and yeah. see you mimicked it and i mimicked it and there you go and my point you know what turn the camera off because the point's made <laughs> but like that is truly you can't be influenced by things but i think that like you you that applies to everything you're influenced by everything kind right of. so you can't just wipe things off the face of the earth again now, i don't know i never obviously lost anyone and had a tv show made about them like that right i've also never 
been you know triggered by tv shows in a lot of i guess ways that people other people have so i don't know if i'm right or wrong about what i'm saying you guys let me know i would love to know um but like i do these are just the thoughts i have i'm just like how do you balance those things out also there's a lot of things that are like personal that i i think a lot of people are aware of this but for me i have a very specific thing that's triggering quote-unquote trigger whatever you want to call it to me in tv shows where if there is someone uh who is special needs, who is like having a hard time or going through a hard time or like something traumatic is happening to them, I can't watch it. Because I was just in like uh, learning support classes enough and I've seen that in real life and I know how like gut-wrenching it is because those Mm -hmm. kids already have such a hard time and when they actually have like a full breakdown or emotional thing or like life's getting hard for them and they like need to be whatever restrained by people, which I've seen in person. I just can't watch that. That doesn't mean you can't put it in your show. That just means personally, I'm not going to watch it when you do. I mean, I, yeah, I understand that because I have a really hard time watching like scenes in movies where like um, an LGBTQ person like commits suicide or they're they're bullied to the point. Like, like you ever, I think there's some movie where they like turn the hot water on in the locker room, like burn this kid. Right. And I was like, that's like, not that's like a real thing that people i mean maybe not to that extreme i mean i'm sure it does happen but right like i mean that's not something i'm saying i didn't experience that extreme but the other stuff is like wanting to kill yourself and stuff like that's like a real feelings sure so that is kind of hard to watch i mean i i guess i can watch it but it is really difficult um so i can relate to that in that sense but i also don't expect them to tell me that's going to happen really right yeah because i'm just i'm just at this point i'm just like and i would rather you tell me if something is a is, is, is a safe place than tell me if something is triggering because i'm assuming everything's triggering at this point <laughs> i want to know if it's safe this is made Where for you. Where is the safe space? Finally, something made uh, for you. Yeah. Um. Do you have a Do you have a subject for me? Yeah. Um. I. It, we can actually play into this one. Honestly, I want to ask you what you What do you think about um conventions in general? Because I think conventions. Ooh. I think the idea of people meeting up for something good. Well, I guess some conventions are bad, but in, I'm thinking about the good ones. Uh, not like rallies or anything. Sure. I mean, I mean like, there's a big difference yeah. between a rally and a convention. Yeah. <laughs> but just yeah. be clear. I'm sure there's conventions about all kinds of things, but I mean like. Anime, cheese, pick like whatever. Right. Pickle, like, a rally, a rally is outside. A convention is inside. Well, you know they're sneaky nowadays. I don't know where they're having them. I think even if you're a bad thing and you have a convention, that's fine because you're keeping it indoors away from me. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. don't have a rally, have a convention. Yeah, so, but I'm thinking the uh, my point is the people that meet up because they all love the same thing. Right. There's something nice about that. I used to go to oh, anime yeah. conventions all the time with my really. Friends. Yeah, we dressed up. It was a whole thing. It what was, would you dress up as? Um. Uh. Like. We would dress in like Japanese fashion. We would dress okay. as different anime characters. What characters do, like, do you remember? Any specific ones? Um, someone from Inuyasha. We did. Cool. We did something from like Naruto, like just basic ones. And this was in Nashville, uh, Middle Tennessee Anime Convention. In Whoa! Yeah, we would go every year, and my mom and dad took us a lot of the years. And my dad would sit in like a ghillie suit. In the in, in the shrubs, you know, like where the fountain was, and scare people when they walked by. He like thought it was the best thing he has ever done in his life. That is the most dad shit I have ever heard. And then my mom hated being on elevators with people, and like Darth Vader and people would be Just in the elevator. Imagine, like, get off. Imagine him back then being like, "Yes, I'm gonna take my alt child to an anime convention." However. I will still have dad fun here. Oh, you yeah. cannot stop me from having. He had a great I time. will. I will take my child dressed like it, in a full kimono to this convention. However, I will be in a ghillie suit. I mean, and yeah, and, and then sometimes he'd be in his wheelchair. He'd be like a rolling bush. 
that. He, he kept being like, I'm a tumbleweed. I'm like, oh <laughs> okay. And then my mom handled the complete opposite. She like did a lot of like the planning and stuff. But then we get there and she like doesn't like that many people. Yeah. And there's just tons of people. So she'd be on the elevator with like Darth Vader and he'd be like, <sighs> and, and she was like, get off, get off the elevator. <laughs> like my mom would just she'd be like, make sure, because you had to, you're just shoving there at people in like Transformer costumes. Mom, yeah. No. All of you riding the next elevator. And now, what what is My your Italian mother? What is your experience at an anime convention? Are you going and talking to a bunch of people? Like, are you meeting new people what? there? Or are you kind of staying in your pod and just experiencing? There it? are definitely pods. Like, yes. I definitely went with like my friend group, and we would go and kind of hang out because there's so much. I mean, there's a lot. They have like raves and panels about like different shows and Japanese stuff, and you meet voice actors, and you, there's a huge room to buy things from like Japan, like sure. everything you can imagine, which was like really cool at the time. And, um, and so you do kind of hang out, but then there's like game rooms and stuff where they have like the new PlayStation and you'll all be playing it. And so wow. you meet people like in those settings or like you get to vote, like the, like the costume thing, like you, you do meet people, but definitely it's so funny to me how even in places like that where everyone's like a, a loser, quote unquote. Yeah. Not real. I mean, it sounds right, fun. I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, it's super fun, but yeah. I'm saying like the world I think would be like, that's kind of losery, which is like, whatever. Um, and like the archetype of like high school, but which is when I went. But like a lot of people there had their own little cliques. There was like the popular kids like at the anime convention who like had the best costumes and they right. were kind of mean and bitchy. And then That's you had like so, th- so it's like funny how those like dynamics exist everywhere. Like even if you were like at like the World National Cheese Convention, I bet there's like a cheese bitch there who's like my cheese <laughs> is the one, girl. My cows are bread oh, no. and butter. Wait, look out. It's the cheese bitch. <laughs> That's what they call her. Get away from the cheese they're like, bitch. They're like, there's Dairy Daisy, that asshole. Oh, you call that curd? Yeah. And she's like, um, this is a small curd cottage, and these curds are pretty large. <laughs> it's very that. Damn, I love the cheese bitch. I want to, yeah. I want to meet the I cheese, cheese bitch. bitch merch. Yeah. I just want to have string trains tassels I can pull off and eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we went, we would go like, we went like, I mean, four or five years in a row. It was so fun. And, and then obviously when we all went to college, it was just harder to get together and go, even though we of lived course. right where it was. And then we lived in Nashville where it was happening. So we could have went more really, right. but it's just like, it was so much fun. I just remember being like, wow, it's so nice to be in a place where like everyone thinks you're like the, the stuff that other people would think is weird is cool about you. And like, yeah. that's what conventions are. There were like adults that had like these, like they, I forgot what they're called, but they're like these beautiful like handcrafted like dolls like anime dolls with like, these big glass eyes and they have like i mean expensive like really expensive oh yeah clothes on there'd just be tables of these like aristocratically dressed older people with Whoa. their like dolls and i'm like that's weird in real life but at the anime convention you were like they're the ones that is yeah. so cool you're like so happy for them and then you leave and you're like well now it's back to being this you know oh. naruto toten you know loser oh that must and be so we weren't tough. even like super into anime either we just like liked it enough to but go. for i'm sure for your hometown you were like incredibly into anime oh, i was incredibly into everything from my hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, like you're yeah. too much all around too much of everything but yeah. i just think there's something so sweet about the concept of a convention where everyone's like we all love bo- books books yeah. we all love i love know. a book <laughs> Me too. i love, I love books. reading books <laughs> do you yeah um, no but, like, there's so many... I think there's something nice about it. Like, even, like, the Star Wars or, like, Comic-Con. Like, that's basically yes. a convention. And, like, that's, like, a big, big convention that's kind of Hollywoody. But I'm thinking, even in general, like, how nice these people are, are, are gathering to collect their $400 statues. Yeah, no, so I... It's funny. I do have a weird experience with conventions considering I'm very much not a person to go to conventions. I'm like I I never like I'm I'm always like that's awesome. Like I love that people enjoy that. I I it's just very much not my personality. But 
I worked catering and events for this company where they would just like contract you out. You were a contract worker, so they would be like, "Hey, we have these two days available. You can work X, Y, Z, like a wedding." But why are you not like conventions? Why is that not your personality? It's just not my thing. Like even for things that I enjoy, every quote unquote convention for it just does not resonate with me. Like they have, they have like. You, I, I like watching MMA and stuff, and I really like MMA fighters, and like I get into their stories and stuff. And they have like UFC meet and greets where you get to meet the people and say hi. And I'm like, I would never in a billion years ever do that. And there's nothing wrong with the people that do; they enjoy it. I, it's I just like, not no, my you're thing. You're right up your alley. Just a bunch of people in one place seems like what you love. No, what do you're you mean? always out a bunch of people in one place. Yeah, but I'm always I'm the guy. I'm always doing something. It's never to take it. It's always like I'm out doing stand up. I'm out like you know whatever going well, better than working out. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. It's like I I I respect people who enjoy that kind of like because they have more of a give and take than I this do. This is shocking. Oh, you're, yeah. you're just taking. I'm just a take guy. Yeah. I, this is shocking. Well, I would give. not have thought this about you. But um, I worked at this YouTube convention called vidcon yeah we know about vidcon it's the coolest i was i worked vidcon oh wow too bad you didn't wear tanacon oh what's that we can't get into that right now okay you look that up on your own that's a different that's uh, a trauma for you to have that's a that's a different uh, episode but um vidcon so i i was one of the one of the staff people there and it was it was really great it it was a good because sometimes when you're working an event like I, i worked a private birthday party where I was seeing all these celebrities and it was really nice and fun. And I, I, I mean, I don't regret that situation, but it was kind of hard to work because I was like, Oh, that's French Montana. Like what the fuck? Like, so you don't know who French Montana is. I do. Is. I just like that. That's the one that got you. Well, he, you're like, not Frenchy. I'm not going to think that's what they were calling him. They were calling yeah, him we Frenchy. Know. We've they, read people magazine. You live in a different world. Don't you? I are on different planets. I won't put French Montana's, but this is years and years ago. But French Montana was the guy who was hanging out at my bar. Like there were bigger celebrities there, but they weren't hanging out next to me. French Montana was like him. hanging out next. No, th- there's nothing French wrong. French is weird. Oh, there were. I'm saying like there were maybe not bigger celebrities, but there were people that I knew better. But he was just the guy who was hanging out next to me. Were the, the Olsen twins there? I part of me was like, Frenchie, you're around here quite a bit. What's up, friend? But he was uh, he was very nice and he tipped a lot. Yeah, he should. Good for him. We love that. We love him. But when I worked uh, VidCon, I didn't fucking know anybody. No, who was there? I don't. Mamrie Hart, like people, Anna Hart, Grace Helbig. Yeah, so you could keep naming these people, and I will continue to not know. Like, yeah, Ashton Jashton was Joey there. Graceffa. Yeah, uh, Bracton. You really didn't know anybody there. Bracton Johanna Gigi was Gorgeous, there. You knew none of them. These aren't people that you're saying. Oh my god, <laughs> I had no wild. idea. Delete your YouTube account. How dare you? No, so so I was walking around. God, I wish I remembered the person's name that came up to me. But there was a there was a guy like I like I was just walking around. There was a guy and he was like, "Whoa, like what subs are you on?" And I was like, "It was like kind of a big guy, like oh, kind this of a, is horrible. a this swell is guy." Bad. And I was like, "Oh, oh, like supplements?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, I did just like creatine and like a multivitamin." He's like, "That's crazy! Like you have such good striation." I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude." Like you blah, met blah, blah. Logan Paul at VidCon? <laughs> I could have been. I have no idea who he left. And then all these people. I wish I remembered the name. I could text and ask them, but they were like, "Oh my God, you were just talking to." Blank, and I had no idea who it was. He was jacked. He was a jacked. Uh, I don't know who that would be. He either. was an incredibly strong, light skinned. I only knew the cool YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, my opinion, it's awesome you know, such people. a huge world. But it was it was why to see how those ch- the children there because most of the people who go there are like very young. Yep, that's their fan base. I mean, 
they it was like they were at Disneyland. They were looking, and it's like, oh, there's Goofy, but it was just some kid Goofy with a hell of money doing it, that. It was just some kid with frosted tips. You I know mean, what I mean? You, we have to go on tour doing telling jokes. A lot of them get to go on tour and just hang out with people. That seems like what they were all they were doing. And they're booking all the theaters. That's so funny. Yeah, that that was so. Back to conventions. It's like I do respect that, but yeah, it's just so not my world in any way. I I have a you know I have a black belt in karate, which I think we've talked about. Yes, we have. And so I um I used to we used to. I used to be like the judge. I got to be one of the judges of like big karate uh, like tournaments. I guess they weren't conventions. So but they were cool. very similar. Yeah. And it was like I, that was power I should not have been given. Oh yeah. I was. I mean, I got to people had to bow to me when you have a black belt. Yeah. And they have to say like Sensei Ray, like, and they have to Oof. bow to you. And then Ray also means bow, so it was Sensei Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Uh, well, actually, my last name Sickerson, but still. Um, very funny. But like, yeah. I mean, it was like, and what was it like in that community for you? Um. I did it with my friend that did anime with me. We went every single week together. That's so funny. And then funny. her mom is like a fifth degree black belt. Whoa. And so we just went. So we just talked to each other. But I mean, the people there, honestly, they were kind of rude, if I'm being yeah. honest. They took it way too serious. They, they can be like, rude. They acted like they changed our lives. And I was like, okay, well, I do pay you this lump sum of money every month. But I guess you did change my life. But um, I mean, it was really fun. until. But I did want to quit a lot. And my parents were like, you can't quit. You've already started it. And I was like, right. great. That's cool. Um, And so I did. That was the only thing I really stuck with. And I did it from the time I was like, 10 i guess to like 18 great and so it was really cool i mean in that sense but i mean there were definitely moments when i was like these people are getting on my last fucking nerve yeah but um it was cool i mean we got to do i can't i mean it's crazy how many basics i can remember like how like many of the things they taught us i just just dodged but um (laughs) but it's also crazy how many like the we did you know we do like um what are they called um I don't know, but they're basically like these little dances of like different movements of like blocks yes. and stuff. Um, there was a name for them, but I forgot it. And we used to, I mean, I could do up to like, is it a kata? A kata, yeah. Is it a kata? So I think that I could do up to like 23 of those or something, but they awesome. all had different names. And like, but now I'm like, I think I just the first one at this point. But hey, nothing wrong with it that. It was super fun. That's I, beautiful. But that was a little cute convention. Did Good you have a topic? You. Yes, I did. I like how we just, I know how we just abruptly stopped no, it's every good. podcast. It's People good. are like, oh, we're done. Um, Hiking slash camping. I love it. Have we done that? Have we done this topic before? I don't think no. so. Yeah. Oh, no, I thought you were going to ask, have, have we ever been hiking oh, or have camping? We ever and I was like, um, I just why do you remember that? I do it so much. You know, I just forget who I go with. Yeah. You're like, I'm me. I'm just always hiking. No, I love hiking and camping. I think it's a real tragedy. Where we live right now is so close to so many awesome spots yeah. and so rarely do people ever go well go if you want to go that's what i'm saying but they, they're like they're, i want to go all the time i just don't want to go alone because that's just not my vibe yeah what if what if i die yeah 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 who will tell the world um <laughs> but it's like i do i i want to go i my dream at all times is to get a group of people together to go camping it's yeah. all i want to do yeah and everyone's like i just can't do anything we should um, do that I want to do it so bad. Yeah, we get Laura and Katie or whatever. That'd be yeah. fun. I mean, well, they would definitely do it now that I think about it. Yeah, and then the boyfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So it'll just be a bunch of couples, and then I'll come, and that'd be fun for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but I, I want to do that so bad. I think it's so fun, because I love hiking and stuff. That's, I've that had was so, the beginning of my fitness journey, was just starting to hike every day. Some of the best uh, moments of my life were hiking and camping, which is kind of embarrassing to say out loud. No, I went hiking alone on my birthday in Malibu this Whoa, year. Whoa, Malibu Creek? Um, I don't know what it was. It was, like, it was. I mean, it was very difficult. I did not plan ahead. Right. Um, And it was so pretty and fun, though, but I just went alone and did that, and I had a great time. There's, I cried. I laughed. There's something about like 
I during the pandemic where that was like the only thing you could do is like and sometimes they closed the trails for like a big part. Mm-hmm. You know what was really funny? I would go hiking at like the height of of the pandemic and I would I would drive really far away and just go by myself obviously. And you would pass people on the trail and like sometimes they would have masks, sometimes they wouldn't, but we were outside so whatever. And but I did notice it was all definitely people who were right of center. And it was the only time because usually hiking in LA, it's like it's mostly like very liberal, yeah, like, it's like granola crunchy. You're like, how are you hiking in that? But the way, like, whenever you pass someone on the trail, they would be like, they would be like, oh, good morning. But there, you could in their voice, it was just like Trump 2020. Like yeah. that's how it that's how it felt when you're they like, said, Is "What's it up?" Be a good morning. <laughs> See, that's why I can go hiking. <laughs> yeah, for me time. or you, they, 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 they'd catch me during hiking that time, and I I would be gone. Oh yeah, you would have to wear a hat first off, cover that hair up. I know. Well, this, this is this is like a this is uh, you know how like bicycle people have like oh god oh yeah not to bring them up again but you know how they wear like reflective coats they're gonna come at you That's again this. you're 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 inciting the violence once more I'm inciting the violence but no I've I've uh, I went uh, hiking in Yosemite I've gone to like I I've gone to like like Arrowhead and all those hikes mm-hmm. and trails I've done three of the big five which are like mountain peaks around Los Angeles. Are you talking about climbing mountains now? Yeah. Okay. Well, we went. You can't go from hiking to mountain climbing. Well, they're similar. Oh, like they don't exist in the same category. Not the ones I hike. That's fair. No, I mean that's probably true. I just, I guess, maybe I don't know what a mountain is. Um, I'm just like they're all hills. Um, but I did the arrow. You see someone at the top of Everest, and you're like, wow. I'm like, that's the best hill climber I've ever seen. Great hill. Hey, Um, nice hill. (laughs) No, it's like that makes sense to me. A mountain to me is like. It's like a straight up. Yes. You know, a uh, hill is like, I could walk it. You could walk a hill, I could definitely. Walk it. So it's a lump. Yeah. So that's different to me. So people that sleep on mountains, now I'm triggered by this because I don't like that. I don't want people to climb mountains. Okay. It's spooky. It's nice. Spooky and kooky. Um, oh. It's bad. And I then you have st- to like sleep on the side of the mountain and like you're, what, are you just trying to nail your bed to the side of this mountain? I have a story for you. Is it about someone dying? No. Oh. No, it's about me and, you know Cooper Lydon? Yeah. Yeah, buddy of mine. So, me and Cooper, while we were still, uh, like, we didn't know each other too well. But I liked Cooper because I knew he was crazy, like me. So, I was like, I can ask Cooper to do crazy shit that I do. And that's, if I see that in a friend, we become friends very fast. So, I I, I called Cooper. It was like, I didn't know anything about LA. I didn't know anything about the landscape or anything. And I was stupid. So, I called Cooper and I'm like, hey, do you want to climb Mount Baldy? It's like the, a mountain, like part of the big five. It's it's like pretty tough. It's You could do it in a day, but it's really tough. And he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. It was like maybe, oh uh, it was like maybe late November, early December. And I had, and I, w- I was like, oh, well, it's warm. LA is like, you know, 60, 70 degrees sometimes. We'll be good. We drive up and as we keep going up, so, so you have to drive, uh, you have to drive up a little bit to get to Mount Baldy. It keeps getting colder. Well, yeah, the altitude. That's science. And colder. And by the time we get there, there's already snow on the ground. When we get out of our cars and we look at each other, we're wearing running shoes and jeans. We don't have hiking poles. We don't have the shoe straps, which I knew is like a super important thing. And we look at each other and we're like, well, we, we could go back. And we were both like together, like we drove here. Let's fuck, fuck these people. And it became this mindset oh, of man. like, 
because all the hikers we saw, this is the scariest thing. Everyone we saw was fucking geared up. They had so much gear. They had the shoe straps. They had the the hiking poles. They, they had, had huskies fucking, on sleds. They had ice picks. We saw Santa go by. Yeah, and yeah. Play. <laughs> and we just looked at each other and we were just like, you know what? Fuck these people. We're gonna climb this mountain in fucking sneakers. <laughs> Vacations all I ever. Wanted. It was the most grueling, shitty. Our feet are wet in the first like two minutes. It's eight hours total of like hiking. Good wet or bad wet? Good wet. Yeah, we were our, our feet were so horny on this hike. <laughs> <And we laughs> Not you choking yourself. And we uh we we get up we get up to the peak. I'll show you the picture. It's like the funniest picture because we're both clearly like fucking delirious. It is eight hours total of of like getting up and down. By the time we get and when we come down these mountains, people are looking at us going up in horror. They're like. What did you guys lose your sticks? Did you lose your shoes? Like, what is going on? Why are you dressed like this? What is happening? But a woman offered me her hiking poles because she was so worried for me. We slid down this mountain. We there was no hiking involved. We what? were we were like on our butts down this mountain. It was the crazy. I tell everyone never ever ever hike on a whim. Wait, how did you get? To, did you did you Google like did you GPS your way there? Yes. And you never saw a picture that there was snow involved? Like, Google didn't show you any photos. When I was driving up, I saw the snow. But then I was like, well, that looks like it's only maybe the later half of the hike, so we'll be fine. And it ended up being like... So you didn't, like, you didn't say, like, you didn't, like, look into the mountain at all. You just saw the name of the mountain, and you said, we're going. Yes. That's just not good planning. No. And Cooper, I'm sorry. Cooper is, uh, he's very, like, he's Timothy Chalamet. Let me tell you something about Cooper, How though. How is he alive? Let me tell you something horse legs no i don't mean he's not strong i mean he's very like he's no, no, built no. like to me like, his upper slender. body his upper body his lower body is like mine his lower body is literally my lower body's proportions it's crazy look up get, hey get, follow cooper Lydon on instagram check out those haunches i mean i believe that about him he's, he's very fit but he's just very like small fit oh his le- he has a powerhouse working underneath him but wasn't he cold is my point we were both cold yeah, that I bet he was cold. We were both real. Yeah, he was probably a little yeah, cold. That's what I thought. But uh, you deserve the cold. It was your fault. <laughs> it was both of our faults. We were both idiots. But there was. Something. I would have loved to have been there. And just, I would have been, yeah, just watching, watching our dumb. Oh, there were people giggling at us. There were people laughing at us. Well, I was well, as that's we were rude. You're about to die as we were sliding down this mountain. But there was something kind of nice about like, yeah, fuck it. We'll, we're gonna do this. Fuck you. You know that that's kind of like a mentality. That is bad if done. If you always have that mentality, you're going to die. Like, things are very insane. I don't think you should fuck you, Mother Nature. That seems bad. From time to time, having a little bit of fuck you is kind of nice. I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to direct it towards our Earth, you go for it. No, it's not. It wasn't towards the Earth. It was towards the people climbing it in all the, like, gear. And we were like, fuck these people. (laughs) Fuck intelligence. Fuck these losers. Fucking hate intelligence. I do what I want when I want. That's exactly what it was. It was fuck intelligence. Fuck your planning. Yeah. Um, but I, hiking, that's definitely not hiking. That's a little much for me. No, no, that was But crazy. it does sound fun if you had, like, the gear. If you had the Isn't gear. It's sad how much money and gear it takes to go do anything exciting. And it is expensive. It's so expensive. A good tent and oh, a good backpack. It. No, it should be a home. Yeah. You bought a home. You've, you've, you're, you're already in, like, the, th- definitely in the thousands. Yeah, well, you're in the, the You're in the two or three Especially thousands. if you want to fit in it. 
Oh God! Yeah, that, I mean they're like this. They're like this is a sleeping bag that hangs from a tree. Two thousand dollars. Like oh, there's nothing over my head. I've always I'm I, not a caterpillar. Th- this is something. I mean, it ties into the Chuck E. Cheese thing where I've always had trouble. I've always had trouble with my lack of indulgence, and I'll say what that means is like even when I lived in my car, which you know, kind of camping in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very easily could have gotten a sleeping pad. But I saw the price of them, and they, they I could have afforded it. I fucking could have easily afforded a nice sleeping pad or, like, even a, maybe a little mattress, like a cot mattress. But you're already in the that. car. What's the point? But I instead, I bought this workout mat at Target for, like, $20, oh. and that's what I slept on. Well, if you decided to buy something, then that's crazy. Yeah. That is I thought you were going to say, I decided to just, just sleep in the car. I did that for a while until I bought the, the Target How long did mat. you live in the car? Um, It was on and off for a few months. And then I was I was... In between the car and my friend's couch for a few months. Wow. But mostly couch. It wasn't that bad. I can't believe you did that. I Sometimes I think about that happening in my life, and I'm like, well. Yeah. I think I, I don't think I can make it mentally. Yeah, it, I mean, the lack of sleep. I mean, I probably could, I guess. The la- That's why I have so much empathy for people who are like who, who are in that situation of like... Yeah, that's horrible. Well, just like... Because you can conceptualize it and like you drive by and if you're, you're like, oh yeah, that sucks or whatever. But after you've done it for like even just a couple... I mean, I'm a, compared to them, it's like I had the cushiest life of all time. I would only do it in like a few days strings and then I would sleep on a friend's couch. And I would do it for a few more days and i sleep on a friend's couch. The lack of sleep make made me crazy and i wasn't even doing it that long it's like i can't imagine like literally sleeping on the street or like living in your car full time that shit is brutal yeah, on your brain so much, that, and then when people have like no empathy for that kind of stuff i'm just like that could be anyone yeah absolutely it could i mean I guess there are some people that are, I guess, immune to it. But the majority of us, it could be any one of people. You're so Anyone much closer. I know it could be. You're so much closer to them than you are to like the billionaires that you idolize. Way closer. Yeah. And that's why when people like act like it's just like some choice, I'm just like, are you crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer when people kind of have that mindset. But it's gross. Um. um but what we're talking about? Oh, hiking. Yeah. Hiking. <laughs> um, see, we're so thoughtful. We are. But hiking. Um, yeah, I do like it. I do enjoy it. Was what was what was the real deep question part? part I guess. Of do you do you like hiking? Do you like the act of it? And I think what yeah. I, another <laughs> thing that it does. Do you appreciate that it kind of connects you to nature? Do you feel that when you hike? Um, I will tell you that when I was making a lot of my HRT decisions, I would hike and just ball my eyes out Aww. and be like, "Don't do that." Yeah. I, <laughs> that's cute. I would be like, "Oh." I'm going to die on this mountaintop, but I feel so euphoric. Yeah. And then I, I, so I do feel like I, I mean, for a long time, especially when I, uh, like lost my last job, I was like going on these hikes constantly, just like thinking and like being like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I felt like th- probably the best I felt on those hikes. Yeah. Which is what made me want to start working out. Cause I was like, well, if I'm going to go on a hike, I could probably feel better all the time. Right. Um, but in general, yeah, I mean, I, I love hiking. I like being outside. I mean, I grew up, that's all I ever did. Right, that's fair. I, I me and my dad made a path behind our house because we had so much woods back there. So we, we we like literally cut our own path. Oh, I thought you said a pack, and I was like, what kind of pack? Oh yeah, we made a we we had a pack. You to, cut your hands, spit in your wound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to never talk to girls ever. You've held that up. I've held you? that up my whole fucking life. That's so cute. Yeah, we had we had like four wheeler trials and like. I mean, I would go, we have I would go out in the woods and like take a machete and like cut down trees and build like I would do lean twos. Like if my dad be like, "Oh, you build," we had to build like real ones. I was like, I, right. just, I just wanted to play. It's the fucking um, best. Yeah, I miss that shit. We had a BB gun. I oh would, yeah. You, I am. I you know what? Guns. You know what? I am so <laughs> I am so fucking 
happy with this fact because I don't have to live with the guilt of it. Because I, again, I'm like I'm a big I like carry guilt a lot. I never want because a lot of young young kids who have BB guns and I would use it all the time have the experience of like oh well I aimed it at an animal and then I felt really bad afterwards. I never did that. Oh, never aimed it at an animal. I'm happy about that. Well, because I was such a little psycho, it's like in my head I'm like oh that is something that was within the realm of possibilities, but I never did it. Well, we went hunting all the time, so I definitely yeah. shot animals. But there's something nicer about that because it's like a it's set and b like if you hit a squirrel with a BB, it's not gonna fucking kill it. It's just well, gonna like mm, that's not true. So well, sometimes <laughs> you have to be a good a good shot. Yeah. But it's like it, the chances of it mortally wounding that animal and just putting it in yeah. pain is so much higher. Well, we ate the squirrels. We shot. That's awesome. We did. And the rabbits. Anything we killed, we ate pretty much. This is a, a an opinion of mine that a lot of people in L.A. don't like. But I very deeply think if you're in a place where there's not scarcity of animals and you hunt and you, like, eat that animal, like, you know, you use all the meat on it or whatever, that's almost more ethical than factory farming. Well, I think most things are more ethical than factory farming. Yeah, I think sure. it's more because at least that animal gets a gets a life out in nature before it's. Yeah, I mean, we had a farm, so we most of the things we ate were from the farm. Like, That's cool. Almost all of them. Yeah, almost all of them. That's crazy. Even vegetables. And what stuff. a life you've lived. Yeah, you, you just have to plow with a mule. Farm <laughs> from mule the to a plow. from right. the farm to an anime convention. Oh yeah, and back again. What a life! God damn. I told you wherever I am is where I belong. <laughs> um. That, but wait, you said something really. Oh, did you, have, you ever, have you ever shot a person with a BB gun? No, like not on purpose, obviously. No, 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 no. Um, no, I got hit with a, like a ricochet, but it was so light because it, it didn't like it was war hard. wound. But wait, did you? No, I never shot him with a BB gun, but I did. I I, I figured you would have said yes because it just felt like the energy. <laughs> but you then you said no, so now I'm just gonna tell my crazy story. Please. Um, I did one time was getting off. Uh, was getting out of like the carpool lane going into middle school, and I had like you know those like, like regular like pins like just pop off top. Normal. Sure, you have everywhere. I just happened in my hand, and I like was holding it like this, and I was like, I don't even want this pin. Just so dramatically, just like threw it like in front of me, and it stuck in the girl in front of me shin when she turned around. It was sticking out of her shin, the tip of that pin, and I was like, How would that even happen? Like, in how you explain to me how I, my little middle school body created enough force to stab that just perfectly. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, the first thing I thought, because my dad used to make us go out and like throw knives and stuff all the time. Yeah. Throw tomahawk until we could hit a certain spot. Your dad like, would have you. This so good. Um, your dad would have you go out and throw knives and tomahawk. Yeah, until we could hit the same spot over and over. Um, and it was, the target looked like a girl's knee. No. So, but, but when I did it, I was like, oh my God, this is my fault because I, I got good at, I, I thought it was, I, it was, I did it on purpose. You're too powerful. Because I was like so good at throwing ninja stars or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And then she was like, Oh my god! She just like bent down and pulled it out. Did not care at all. She was had the. I was like, "You're gonna get ink poisoning. You're gonna die." I, oh, I thought everybody's gonna die. A country girl can survive. I was baby. just like, everyone's gonna die. So that, I thought I had mad cow disease during this around that same time. So funny. so I was like, "You're gonna have ink poisoning. You're gonna die. This is horrible for you." And she was like, "It's just it was a pin." And I was I was panicking. The teacher also didn't care. She just poured alcohol in it and put a bandaid on it. And I was like, <laughs> "I'm in trouble. I've hurt you." And nobody really cared but me. But in I, my head now, I have such a fear of like throwing anything down because I'm like, you don't know where this is gonna go. No, I I had to say I've the same reaction when i used to like i when we would rough houses kids like we were doing this thing where we were just throwing a basketball at each other 
you know that old kid game where you just mm-hmm. throw a basketball. Smear the queer. Other. Well, one person has the basketball and everybody run, runs away, and then the person with the bat. There's no like real rules to the game other than once you get hit with the basketball, then you get the basketball and you get to chase kids around and whip it at them. And I whipped it at a kid way too hard in the head, <gasps> and he started crying, and I started crying, and I, I whenever oh, you're an empath. Well, I was, yeah, I, was, <laughs> I just knew, I knew how to get out of trouble. No, I actually did really feel bad, and I was like, I've, uh, I've been fucking, like, I'm so sad. And I ended up crying for way longer than the kid did. It was very funny. That's really sweet in a weird way. And it's more weird. I, I, um, we used to get, like, made fun of by this kid that had a really bad speech impediment. Oh, yeah. And he was, like, really mean to me. But I also have a list, so I was like, what, what? Yeah. And then he was, like, such an asshole. And so one day I made fun of the way he talked back at him. And he started crying. And then I felt so bad. But I was like, he was literally calling me slurs and stuff. And I was like, right. and then I felt so horrible that I was like, I went and I was like, I did say that horrible thing about him. He was calling you slurs with a slur. Yeah. yeah. Was, can you understand what he was saying? You were getting double slurred. Yeah. I, 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 obviously, splash zone. But I was like, <laughs> I was just like, why are you doing this? Like, we're in the same speech class. Oh, bro. yeah. But, um, and then I felt so bad about making fun of him, even though he was making fun of me, that I went and told him myself. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And I was like, damn it. Ugh. And if I could go back, I wouldn't have told him myself, Absolutely and I would have let not. you have it. Yeah. Sorry, Hayden. Um, anything, anything we want to, cl- oh, I guess, please subscribe. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Are you looking at the sky? I forget. Well, I'm looking said, at. please. You put us on the monitor, which is a big mistake, because now I'm looking oh, at Oh, well, I want to make sure we're in frame. Things yeah. are getting better and better here at Gasket of Cats. This is awesome. The longer you tune in, the better things will get. Um, but please like, subscribe, comment, send share. Send a nice review. Yeah, send be a nice. review. That's very helpful. Hey, be fucking nice. Be, please. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, bye.